It's time to take the gun and leave the cannoli here on the Godfather Minute. Minute 17. Minute 17. Sweet 17. We made it, Alex. Of the Godfather. Mm -hmm. We go through the movie one minute at a time. We only talk about stuff generally that happens in this minute. Mm -hmm. Although we we kind of roam around. We jump around a little bit. Yeah, jump around. We jump up, we jump up, we jump around. Just like the Godfather Foxtrot. Totally, totally. So, Alex, here's your Italian lesson for the day. Oh, si. E minuto. E minuto numero diciassette. Now, you're saying numero, uh-huh. and I'm saying numero. It's numero. Numero. Numero okay. is Spanish? No, in it's both. Numero. No, no, no. That's that's nothing. That's I think it's an incorrect <laughs> pronunciation. Totally, you're totally making it That's up. right. It's numero. Numero. Uh-huh. Numero dos. <laughs> so it's, okay, uh, so start over. Minuto. E minuto. E minuto. Because that means it is minute. Okay. E, e minuto numero diciassette. 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 E minuto numero diciassette. Excellent. Ah, grazie. Excellent. Monday, grazie. Tuesday, Wednesday. You just need to learn the days of the week now. No. <laughs> So yes, we were just talking about minute seventeen. Uh, it starts off. We're at the Don's daughter's wedding day. Mm-hmm. The Don's daughter's wedding day. Everyone seems to be having a good time. Yeah, it starts off. And we see uh, the bride and the groom cutting the rug to the Godfather waltz. <laughs> Godfather Foxtrot. Godfather Foxtrot. Uh-huh. The waltz actually is the main one. <laughs> no, the waltz is. We're going to get to that later when <laughs> Tom goes to Miss California. That's when the. That's yeah. when he dances the waltz. Waltz. <laughs> that's true. That's where he makes Walt dance. <laughs> um, yeah, so most of this minute we see it's kind of like a, um, there's two main things going on. We mm-hmm. see uh, Mama Corleone mm-hmm. uh, getting up and being pressured to sing to everybody. Mm-hmm. No, no. She no, really no. She's clearly just somewhat embarrassed by uh-huh. him. And then the other storyline that's going on is um, we see Sonny getting up to some, uh, well, it's not really entirely clear at this point. He but disappears. We, yeah. Mm-hmm. And but he disappears and it upsets his wife. It does upset his wife. So, uh, which story should we talk about first? Mm. Which storyline? Uh, you know, let's go with the order. And it's we see Sandra, Sonny's wife, joking with her friends. Let's start yes. with that one. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we see Sonny a little bit before. Maybe yeah, it was the it, last, it, yeah. You know, you're right. It shows Sonny. Yeah. And then it shows Lucy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it shows Sandra joking. It shows well, it shows Sonny getting up from the table, and, mm-hmm. and so yeah. Then it shows Sandra joking, mm-hmm. and she's has her hands a, a small distance apart, and then she increases the distance, and all of her friends go oh, and then she really increases the distance, and her friends really what? start like oh. I, I don't get it. What do you? What is that about? Well. <laughs> I mean, the most the, this we're gonna have to talk. We're gonna have to get dirty in this part. Because, what, what do you mean? Well, you see, Andrew, when a man and a woman love each other very much, <laughs> um, I, it's funny because you. Oh, so- I just, I just got it. <laughs> oh my! God. I'm sorry. Should we start over? Yeah, let's start over. I'm minute embarrassed. One, minute one. 
Uh, I assume she's referring to the size of a man's wiener. Yeah, I think so. Which I know strange. so because in the book, yeah. Puzo writes about that. Which is strange because is she talking about Sonny or is she just telling a joke or what's the... She is talking about Sonny. So, okay, well, yeah. see, that's very strange. That she's joking about that? Well, just the fact that she happens to be referring to the size of Sonny's wiener when he when he turns around and he's about to go use said wiener. Yeah, it's definitely... She yeah. always is talking it's about an interesting, it. Just, it's it an interesting just, coincidence. Yeah. Uh, but maybe... Mm, yeah. Maybe they were talking about it at that time because it's a wedding and yeah. there are kids around and it's about marriage. Maybe they're talking about Connie and Carla. When are they going to have kids? And it just right. naturally led to Sandra's <laughs> talking about the size of her husband's wiener. <laughs> well, I mean, it's I kind know. of interesting in the movie because mm-hmm. it kind of, it's almost like a kind of subliminal. You see Sonny getting up and then you literally see her symbolically making a wiener grow before your very eyes. Like it's almost <laughs> like it's, it's kind of like telling you like, this is what's sunny. This is what's going through Sonny's head right now. He's yeah. kind of like, you know, like it's, it's a weird, it's a weird uh, <laughs> I, scene. I, how do you know she's talking about that? I mean, she could be talking about the size of the piece of wedding cake she mm. wants or the she size totally of the could. eggplant serving the family yeah. was considering having. You think it's like a Rorschach test where if you show it to someone, they're like, oh, what she'd like. They, she must be talking about the size of the, of the like chicken the farm. Dishes, yeah, or the, the size of the, the lasagna. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The size of the bridal purse. Yeah. The size of the bridal purse. So speaking of his wiener, Puzo writes a little bit about it in the book. I can only imagine what's going through his head as he's writing this. So there's a part of the book where uh, he writes about Sandra teasing Connie about the terrors terrors of the nuptial bed. And so Puzo writes, Sandra speaking, My God, Sandra had giggled, when I saw that pole of Sonny's for the first time and realized he was going to stick it into me, I yelled bloody murder. <laughs> After the first year, my insides felt as mushy as macaroni boiled for an hour. Oh. <laughs> when I heard he was doing the job on other girls, I went to church and lit a candle. They all laughed, but Lucy, who was present when she was describing this, but Lucy had felt her flesh twitching between her legs. Whoa. I'm going to stop reading, Alex. It's getting a little hot in here, isn't it? All right. Until next time, (laughs) leave that gun and... Well, uh, one of the things, one of the weirder plot elements in the novel, as you Mm -hmm. know, is that the character Lucy... So, we learn that, uh, that... Sonny has a giant schwanza. <laughs> I can't believe we're not using a sachich, a sazich, a sazich. That, that's sausage. Oh, sausage. Sazich. I just think wiener is the funniest. Yeah. Wiener is the funniest. Well, that, well, that's what you'd call Tom Hagen's. <laughs> well, half of it. <laughs> um, so, on the other end of the spectrum, in the according to the book, Lucy has a giant. Uh mm-hmm. huh receptacle yeah <laughs> yep so and she uh she always has a problem because she cannot find any man who's like big enough to satisfy her mm-hmm. so i guess when she hears about sunny's legendary uh capacol that you know lucy's like i gotta have it it's true when lucy was in college she had two love affairs love affairs and Puto <laughs> wrote that she had felt nothing and neither of them lasted more than a week Wow. Literally, physically nothing. Quarreling, her second lover had mumbled something about her being, quote, too big down there, end quote. 
Lucy had understood and for the rest of the school term had refused to go out on any date. That's got to be a rough existence. Totally. So the Puzo writes quite a bit about this. Yeah, that's what's so strange about it yeah. is that it's such a weird... I wonder if they were ever tempted to include the storyline in the... In and the, he just bailed out I on can't it. see how they could make it rated. Yeah. I guess it is rated R already, but... I wonder if you, when you read The Sicilian, the support materials, if mm. Lucy's going to be in that. I wonder. Maybe I can't her wait. college days. I can't wait to find out. It's very, those, those passages do kind of perk your ears up when you're, <laughs> when you're reading of long things about uh, you know, import, <laughs> import uh, fees and well, olive oil <laughs> Olive industry. oil business. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I have some information about uh, Lucy. Mm-hmm. The character? The character, Lucy. All right. Uh, after Sunny died. Hey, Lucy, you're too big now, man. <laughs> uh, after Sunny dies, uh, the Corleone family uh, sets her up with a, uh, a hotel in Las Vegas. Mm. Well, they own a hotel out there, mm-hmm. and she gets like a cut of it because she's kind of squeaky clean front person. Oh, wow. Like, like okay. oh, we can't have someone with a criminal record, yeah. so let's give it to her, and that way it'll help. Oh, interesting. And, um, but they also send her out there to keep an eye on Fredo. Really? Yeah. Everyone's, <laughs> everyone's keeping an eye on Fredo out so, there. Yeah. So, um, so she's the face of the hotel, she's or the, face, the name the of the hotel, of the hotel, and she's making sure Freddie doesn't get in any trouble. Yeah, and then at one point she uh, meets a doctor named Dr. Jules Siegel, hmm. who is apparently a lady doctor, because he's mm-hmm. like, oh, I can do an operation down there that'll uh, solve your uh, your really? size problem immediately. Whoa. Wait a minute. Where where did you get all this information? I'm Was assuming this? it's in the it's in the novel. Or oh, the, I haven't gotten the, to that part Okay, then. yeah. Sorry. Spoiler yeah. alert. So do they go, I guess they do go into the whole Las Vegas part about yeah. the move to Las Vegas. Yeah, I guess yeah, so. Because yeah. they, they make that move in the book. Yeah. Okay, keep going. So, uh, so she, does she get the operation? She does get the operation. Does it work? She, uh, it works. She winds up marrying this Dr. Jules Siegel and they live happily ever oh, after. Oh, so he does the operation. He does the operation on her. Tightens and, that thing right up. And then they start dating and they get married? I don't know. You'll have to. I, I just know okay. they eventually get married and they were dating. So I don't know whether it was. That's this guy's thing. I, <laughs> I know. That's kind of weird. I wonder <laughs> if. I wonder if maybe he was dating her and he realized, like, hey, I ain't feeling nothing. Down there. <laughs> he does that with every girl he dates. He's like, you know, <laughs> I, I know. could totally tighten that thing up. Oh, down what there. a great line. <laughs> Although I don't know. That's a terrible like, line. Yeah. And you're just preying on low confidence. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, he's totally negging her. You know, he's yeah. her negging, right? Yeah. But anyway, so they live happily ever after until wow. Michael Corleone. She, he, the guy is murdered, and it's believed that Michael Corleone ordered the hit. Why? Because he did he overdo the operation? He made it <laughs> too, too good. <laughs> that science oh. is too tight. No, no, it's uh, because uh, Michael suspects that the doctor had something to do with Kay's abortion. Oh yeah, like that. that okay. This doctor was yeah. a you know yeah. clearly you know knew his way around yeah. down there, and so that he was uh, so. There you go. That's right, because Mike finds out that it was an abortion, <laughs> right? <laughs> like their marriage is an abortion. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, this whole an unholy <laughs> union, little Sicilian thing. So there you go. So there's Lucy Mancini. Wow. Of course, her son, her mm-hmm. illegitimate son, winds up coming back as Joey Zaza. <laughs> no, 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 no. Joey Zaza is the enemy of. Oh, uh, that's of, right. Uh, yeah. of, uh, what's this? Mancini. Uh, yeah, Lucy Mancini's son yeah, but ends up 
putting What's a bullet s- in Joey Zaza. Zaza. What's the name oh, of it? It would be great if every episode we could link to Joey Zaza, just so we could say it. <laughs> yeah, what is his name? Uh, it's Andy Garcia in the movie. Yeah. Um, mm, we'll get to it. It's not Sonny. You should not have named him after Sonny. Oh, maybe. No. Anyway, we'll look into yeah, it. I'm yeah. sure someone right now, mm-hmm. some big Godfather fan, three fan, is yelling at us right now. Shouting like, into yeah. the earbuds. Yeah. We can't hear you, dude. Save it. <laughs> Where would you shout if you're, if you're listening to a podcast and you were really upset and angry and clearly you knew that the podcasters couldn't hear you but where would you shout well where, where, where am i listening am i listening on a laptop am i in my car am you're i jogging am i you're, lifting weights am i mm. exercising my rowing am i uh wrestling you are, you're not wrestling someone you were at work uh-huh like most americans mm-hmm. not doing work and just mm-hmm. kind of fooling around online but I'm, I'm, I'm on my computer because I mostly yeah you're most, at a lot you're I listen to most of my podcasts mobile you know I listen oh, okay. to okay yeah maybe you're maybe okay let's say that you got your iPhone and yeah. you're just connected with your earbuds in that case then I would probably um, find the nearest person mm-hmm. and tell them like, hey listen I just want you to know that uh, the son of uh, Lucy Mancini is named Gus but you don't sound very upset you said at first they'd be shouting. Because we don't know the name of the character. Well, but see, I'm a professional podcaster. I know not to get upset. I know just go okay. to the first person you see and tell them. But I think most fans... Oh, just yeah. this feeling of catharsis, <laughs> like I got that out of my system. But the real fans would should know this. And, mm-hmm. and I'm wondering... I think... I see, I see it the other way. I see it like someone running up to someone in the street while yeah. they got the earbuds and grabbing them by the shoulder, mm-hmm. shaking Gus them. Gus Manzini! Like, <laughs> his name is... <laughs> whatever that name is. You yeah. fill in the blank. Yeah. Kind of like... Don Vito soon will shake Johnny Fontaine when he's not acting like a man. Oh, he's like, you, okay. his name is. Yeah, and he shakes him. <laughs> no, you know what I do? I go up to I go up to someone and like like uh, Michael and Sonny. <laughs> Like Michael and Fredo on New Year's Eve in Cuba. I go up to someone and I go, it was Gus Mancini. And then I kiss him. And then I, I knew away. it was Gus Mancini. Yeah, yeah. And then I go, there's a plane. And then, okay, for some reason, they all run away. That's right. When you see that guy an hour later on the street, you go, come on, come. It's the only way out of the city. I'm still your, your brother. That was a good impression. That was, yeah. Uh-huh. I just saw that on TV a little while ago. Oh, okay. It's clearly overdubbed, but it's it's great. Uh, the actress. The actress. A little bit about the actress. Uh, Jeannie Lanero. Mm-hmm. How uh, was she chosen? Um, there's no information about that. It seems like she was just, I, I get the impression she was probably cast more for the way she looks because she looks like a Sicilian yeah. woman. And uh, her acting roles uh, were mostly Godfather. Th- her first role was Godfather. Her mm-hmm. last role was Godfather 3. Oh, wow. Okay. As far as I know, she's still alive. Yeah. It was not listed on the IMDb. But she did other works, right, in between? Uh, yeah, she did. She was just kind of like a, it sounds like just a working actress. She was on, um, you know, small parts. She was on Mama's Family. She was on Welcome oh, Back, wow. Cotter. She was Whoa. on Archie Bunker's Place. Usually playing like a waitress or, oh. you know, a did cop she play, or a nurse uh, or something like that. Did she play Horshack's mom on <laughs> Welcome Back, Cotter? Was it? Oh, uh, no, it was Epstein's mom that always had the note, right? Oh, I don't Do remember any of their parents. Right? Yeah. No. Oh, the, they brought in the note from yeah, his mom. One of Epstein's gimmicks was that he'd always have a note from his mom. You know, the chicken <laughs> character would, have, would bring a note from his mom and, uh, and so on. So, yeah. And so what was Lucy Mancini, or what was the actress's name? Uh, Jean, Jeannie uh, Lanero. I want to respect their craft and yeah. refer to them as their actress. I didn't make a note of it because I think she was just like 
Oh. you know secretary or something okay that most of her characters were just identified by their jobs and not, mm-hmm. not a she wasn't person. always leaving a scene with some guy <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, she got typecast as having a giant oh bah, no bah. So she, oh. they always had to do scenes oh that's the she, worst typecast <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> give me a gina lanero type <laughs> <laughs> so yeah there you go there's everything there is to know about genie lamero and lucy mancini and so back to the, the scene in the minute, uh, Puzo writes about when they when Sonny and Lucy leave that scene to go uh-huh. take care of business. Yeah. Uh, Puzo writes, all eyes followed them. The maid of honor, who is Lucy, thoroughly Americanized by three years of college, was a ripe girl who already had a, quote, reputation, end quote. All through the marriage rehearsals, she had flirted with Sonny Corleone in a teasing, joking way she thought was permitted because he was the best man and her wedding partner. Because she was the first, what was it, uh, bride, bridesmaid? Yeah. Right? She was the maid of honor. Maid of honor, yeah. And Sonny was the best man. Mm-hmm. Something else, but I guess we didn't know until now, but Sonny isn't actually the best, is the best man. The best man. Well, right. he introduced uh, That's right. He Connie introduced Carlo. Uh, Carlo. Now holding Hello, her- Carlo. Hello, Carlo. <laughs> we don't talk business in the house. <laughs> That's a great one, the whole dinner scene. Uh, Puzo continues writing, Now holding her pink gown up off the ground, Lucy Mancini went into the house, smiling with false innocence, and ran lightly up the stairs. We won't go into all that because we don't see that yet in the movie. Mm. Okay. So she has a reputation, which is odd because she stopped dating in college because of that physical problem, which Puzo well, that has a reputation, though, because yeah, you think she wouldn't be known as a loose girl. So did Sonny like the fact that she had a giant burp, burp? Well, Was he like, maybe. finally someone, finally a holster that can fit my gun? Fit my sazich. <laughs> sazich? <laughs> Wait, you put a sazich in a holster? <laughs> kind of mixing I was trying to eye. think of what the equivalent Italian yeah. food would be. Mm. Like a... Well, let's just drop this. Cannoli? All right, let's go. Cannoli. The gun and the cannoli. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Perfect pairing. So Sandra seems very disappointed mm. that um, that her husband, Santino, They're is gone missing. She's going to light another mm-hmm. candle. Yeah. So, uh, so mama. Mama. <laughs> mama. Mama mia. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do the background music for you to start oh, talking about okay. Well, I, <laughs> I don't have any much information about Mama Corleone. I Luna <laughs> 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 So Mama is convinced to go sing with the band. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, it's good because in real life, this woman it actually was started off as a jazz singer. Really? Her, awesome. uh, her, she was born. A, what? I was just going to say, I'm not surprised because she sings really well. Yeah. She's of Sicilian descent, but she was born here in America. Mm-hmm. Her birth name was uh, Maria Grazia Morgana Messina del Berardini's Berardini's, mm. but she was known professionally as Morgana King. You can see why mm. you want to shorten mm-hmm. that. A bit. Mm-hmm. It's a mm-hmm. bit of a it's a marquee uh, uh-huh. nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, she was a uh, a uh, jazz singer, excellent, and um, and an actress too. Was she in other roles? You know, I don't have the information handy, mm. but I will look that up. Mama re- recurs throughout the yeah. uh, the movie, but um, and Bancroft. Was uh, at one point considered for the role. Oh wow! And um, interesting. Here's the most shocking thing I just learned today. Um, 
Mama Corleone, mm-hmm. uh, Morgana King, is only five years older than John Cazale, a.k.a. Fredo. Oh, wow. She's five years older than her quote-unquote oh, wow. son. Interesting. She's 10 years older than Sonny and Michael, mm-hmm. and she's only seven months older than Tom Hagen. Wow. So, but obviously, she's not Tom Hagen's birth mother, but the fact sure, that, yeah. that uh, that's really funny, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. So much for realism in Hollywood, I right? Know, yeah. Well, she's, but they, they sell it. It's yeah, definitely convincing. Yeah. I mean, the way she's she's made up and yeah, the way she's, she she's dressed very dowdily mm-hmm, and, you know, mm-hmm. very matronly. Matronly, I matronly, guess. Matronly, yeah. Term. So, uh, yeah, there you go. When, and I've, I've looked a little bit into the Italian. I wanted to learn a little bit more. Mm-hmm. When she arrives on the stage, mm-hmm. you remember as they're coaxing her, she sure. says, no, no, no. When, no right no, when she gets no. up there, she says, la stessa storia. It's the same story. That's what that means. Oh, what does that mean? I'm guessing maybe she's been called up to weddings before to sing. Huh, strange. Yeah, la stessa storia. Unless it's like a... Unless it's like like a saying that, yeah, like oh, I've, I'm sick of doing this, or yeah. oh, this has been done so many times. That, yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah. And then she sings a little bit of from a song, mm-hmm. "C'è la luna mezzo mare," which right. means there's the moon in the middle of the sea. And I looked a little bit into this song. I love it. I think it's a great pick. It's a Neapolitan song. Uh, yeah. w- it was popular worldwide. Traditional style as a brisk. Uh, 6A Tarantella. And so it's originally from Sicily, a popular old song. And it was very frequent at Italian-American wedding receptions. Was it, um, when you started singing it just then? Mm-hmm. It almost sounded like, um, like, uh, uh, I'm going to buy, I remember there was a song that was adapted to an Italian dressing commercial. Oh, really? We'll go, oh, mama, Prego is the best. Oh, mama. Uh, I guess a lot of those oh, Italian songs have what, that kind of like. Well, that melody that you just sang, I think, yeah. is one of the melodies in the wedding scene. Yeah. I think it is. Because I know it because uh, Louis da, 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 Prima da, da, did a version da, 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 of it that was. Oh, maybe. Yeah. yeah maybe but it's it might just be an Italian like, classic that's been adapted. Like, yeah. Like, uh, Some melodies times. have probably yeah. been. Uh, I looked it up. Uh, Morgana King was only in six different things. So clearly as an actress, she was not very, uh, you know, hmm, not no. in stuff. Godfather, Godfather part two, something called Jigsaw John, mm-hmm. where she plays Zoe Papas. <laughs> uh, the Godfather <laughs> saga. Zoe, Zoe <laughs> she was in a movie called Nunzio mm-hmm. and then another one called Deadly Intentions, A Time to Remember, All My Children. And Aunt Rose hmm. in 1998. And and all of her cameos on Welcome Back, Cotter. Playing <laughs> Epstein's mama. That's no, true. no, no, no. <laughs> Cotter calls her into back to school. Like, ma'am, ma'am, you really need to come. I need to talk to you. No, no. That's <laughs> story. Maybe that's why she didn't get any more parts. Because every time they'd be like, oh, more Miss, Miss King, would you like to be in this part? You're like, no, no. No, no. It's the same old story. <laughs> <laughs> So she does sing the first verse of this song, mm-hmm. and I did a little translation work. Okay. And the, the, Numero <laughs> minuto sanza. Dicesete. 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 And the lyrics she sings translate mm-hmm. to, There's a moon in the middle of the sea. Mother, I must get married. Huh, so strange. I think it is a, a, a popular wedding song at yeah. Italian-American weddings. And for uh, sailors as well. Mm-hmm. There's That's a right. moon in the middle of the sea. What do that means? So I did research that, and 
uh, I don't know, I don't know particularly the moon significance, but I know the song Wikipedia describes it as a mother-daughter coming of age exchange consisting of various comic and sometimes sexual innuendos. Ooh, yeah. Also, it's the daughter who must get married. Yes, it's the daughter who must oh, get so married. She is pregnant. Though. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, mom. The uh, yeah. moon's in the ocean now. Yeah, you know oh, what I mean, Mama. Mama, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so, I, I, being a musician, I just love the. I do love the music scenes, and I love yes. hearing people sing. And I, I wish now in modern American times, more people sang together in in groups. That's... And I, it's sort of a, a lost practice and. Uh, I, I think back then, generally, more people were doing it, and I know definitely Italian, like at Italian weddings, people would sing traditional songs. So yeah. It's just such a neat, yeah. It, it captures a real neat moment. Yeah, it's one of the thing. One of the things that technology has uh, robbed from us is that kind of communal bonding experience of singing, and you know, someone singing in a group, and yeah. you know, and so on. So, uh, have you ever gotten up and sang at a wedding or uh, at a bar? Uh, I'll accept yes for karaoke. Uh, oh, I would never perform yes for karaoke. What <laughs> <laughs> a roundabout. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I have done karaoke. I did uh, Burning Love by Elvis Presley. Whoa. Um, How did you memorize the lyrics? <laughs> have you not done karaoke? <laughs> I've never done karaoke. No. But I'm kidding. I know yeah, the line, yeah, the weird lyrics. Are no, there. I did it because uh, I figured it would have a lot of performance you know i could move my body and mm-hmm. stuff so because i know mm-hmm. i'm not a good singer but i could at least do a, a funny elvis impression yeah. so so there you, you go. could bust so. out your your dancing skills jazz tap yeah so i did two years of contemporary two years <laughs> african jazz have you ever sang at a wedding no 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 would you if a bunch of people said oh come on alex oh no oh, no <laughs> That old story. Old I guess I would if, if for some reason I was at a wedding and someone <laughs> wanted me to sing. Sure. I, uh, I love dancing at weddings, so I guess I could try singing. Yeah. But uh, I don't know which I'm worse at, dancing or singing. So, so that'll be a coin toss. You have to assume if enough people are trying to get you to sing, to yeah. calling you up, that you probably have the pipes to be able to do it. Or else people yeah. wouldn't invite you up. Tell right? it to Carrie. <laughs> I mean, from uh, the movie Carrie. Oh. You know, like, <laughs> what I'm true. trying to say is the last wedding I was at, someone doing pig's blood all over oh. <laughs> It was your wedding, so. Yeah. Same old story. Same old story. story. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. The moon is in the sea, and I'm covered in the blood of pigs. All right, let's switch over to Carrie yeah. Minute. And then it's we'll Carrie see Minute. Wow. Uh, there's so many shows. I haven't seen it in a while. I haven't either. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I haven't seen the remake either. Have you seen the remake? No, I don't think so. I didn't even know there was a remake. Oh, you know what we should discuss was, in I'd today's s- bonus material? We should discuss the idea of remaking The Godfather. Remaking it how? Like re like rebooting it the way they do with every movie. Rebooting now. it. So yeah. not so uh, it was, save it for the save it for the okay. post case. Save it for the <laughs> sorry. So okay. you Patreons, you'll know that's what we'll be discussing today. We will be discussing the idea of rebooting the Godfather. Oh boy, so many possibilities. Uh, I have yeah. so many questions. So, what are our constraints? Budgets. Well, let's talk anything else about minute seventeen? Pretty straightforward. No? Mm-hmm. Just the yeah. the singing, the Lucy's. We should point out the band is a live band. Yes. It's, that's uh, another thing I just I really miss. Yeah, uh, our live performances. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess it's it's uh, 
it's hard to do because it costs money and yeah. and uh, and so on. But obviously, it's no it's no issue for the Don. No issue for the Don. He just uh, Luca Brasi just gave him an envelope full of. Uh, yeah. Which, is going, which is going right to those union, Ugh. those session union guys, clarinets, drummers, yeah, totally. timpani, band director. You know those contracts are like for those band directors. <laughs> They're all bloody and stuff. <laughs> you think the band gets, they must get paid something. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure, but I guess. All right, you're a musician, right? I am. Let's say uh, I, I came to you, I said, Andrea, great news. I got you a job, a musician, a job, but it's going to be playing for a well-known crime boss. My brother, a why, lonely, well-known crime boss. Alex, why is my brother? Why is that good news? <laughs> because you get to play for the Don. So you wouldn't do it? Actually, I, I should, I'm going to go back and change my line. Okay. I say, so Andrew, so, I got you this job playing for the Corleone family. So why bring this uh, this good opportunity to me? <laughs> is that what he says to the Turk? Yeah, why, do I deserve this? Oh, why do I deserve this? Uh, <laughs> oh, I yeah. Well, if you regard playing at a wedding as just simple, uh, simple favor, then. <laughs> Te salud. <laughs> so, I w- hmm. so the question is, would I do it? I guess I'm, you've already obligated me to do it, so I can't say no. Thanks a lot, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> the only way I think you can get away with not doing it is if you're playing another Don's. Wedding, Barzini. child's wedding that day. Then yeah. there'll be like the wedding wars where like <laughs> the wedding fight, fighting wars. over musicians yeah. and stuff. So. Luca Brazzi shows up yeah. at a musician. That's when he takes care of. So in theory, it sounds people. like you're saying no, you would not. I would play it. Hey, a gig is a gig. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the rule for musicians mm-hmm. generally yeah. are is you either play for money or you play for fun, preferably both, but never for neither. Ooh. But in this case... If he said, "Hey, you got to play this gig. Hey, you got to play this gig," and I'm not getting paid, I probably wouldn't have fun because of the pressure, and I wouldn't be getting paid. So this is really a third, ex- third reason I would play a gig if I were being threatened. Yeah, that's only three. <laughs> but reasons. I would try to have fun either with it. Gig is either you get good money, <laughs> either it's just people you want to play with, or there's, or there's a gun against my yeah, head, or else my blood would be on that contract. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Right, but I, I know. you know what? Forgetting all that, I would embrace it. I would have fun with it. I would play the gig. Mm-hmm. I would be very careful what songs I picked. <laughs> you were wearing a bulletproof vest under your tuxedo exactly, uh, yeah. jacket. <laughs> well, I play the bass guitar. That's my primary instrument. Mm-hmm. So I would be, I'd be playing a very large bass on that day. <laughs> the could, bulletproof, with bulletproof a- bass. Uh, and I would really think about what songs to play do you have any suggestions of what songs we pop rock we should add to the repertoire uh burning love burning love and also uh there's a moon in the ocean uh-huh. so it's time to get wet <laughs> they'd be, they'd that's be a say, parentheses oh. the last part there's a moon in the ocean parentheses so it's time to get wet close parentheses <laughs> you know i both love parentheses they, songs oh, parentheses quotes you yeah. think they they would want pop hits like i love rock and roll wait is this in the, the 40s or is this now or crime boss came to me now yeah, they would come to you now, but the gig is in the forties. So that's then you'd be responsible for your own transportation. So keep that in mind. So maybe I'll put out I'll start writing a set list and then I will publish it on Facebook and people can comment on, on the set list. Perfect. All right, let's do that. All right. So as is our tradition on the show, what do we uh, what do you rank this minute? Hmm. This might be one of the lower rated minutes so it far might be, of the yeah. movie because there's very little dialogue. Mm-hmm. Is there any dialogue? I love seeing Mama, hearing Mama sing. No. <laughs> no, no. 
Uh, there, no, there isn't dialogue. There's pantomime from Santi, Santino's wife. That's right, she, yeah. As she moves her hands and her, her friends joke. I think no, no is the only... Yeah. Uh, and the singing, I guess. I, I'm, I mean, I'm not going to say two, because it's not a bad minute. But three... I, I really do. I'm not just saying because it it's a slower minute, but I love seeing hearing Mama sing. She gets called up. It's very real. You're saying three? I'm saying three. I'm going to go ahead and give it two. Two? How come? Not that it's bad. It's just it feels like a catch your breath kind of a minute mm-hmm. after all the excitement of seeing the Don mm-hmm. dealing with bakers and funeral directors <laughs> and, and so on. This is the first time we're like, okay, now we're just kind of like... Yeah, like the Don himself, we're just kind of catching up with the wedding and, and seeing yeah. what's going on. So it's a transition to yeah. the next minute. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, some of them have to. They can't all be five stars. Absolutely not. So, yeah, and uh, the Don's not in it. The Don's not in it. So in fact, any it scene with Mama Corleone in, I dock a point. Really? Even yeah. when she sings? Well, no. If she sings, then I oh, okay. I raise it back up a point. Oh, Meaning so. it still gets two. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if there will be any one minutes. Yeah. Well, they're all one minutes. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah. Um, so okay, that's then. it for this minute. That's it for this minute. We're going to be moving on to 18 next time. Yeah. It's going to be legal. Uh, I want to remind everyone we have a Godfather Minute t-shirt for sale. Do we? We do. I didn't tell you about that because no. it's my own little side business I have going on. Really? So, like, you um, know, Alex, my brother, I'm supposed to get a cut of that. <laughs> I, get, I don't got enough nickels and dimes in my pocket yet. So um, it's part of the, uh, you know, I do that other podcast, Star Wars Minute, and it's it's available at that store. So if you go to StarWarsMinute.com slash merch, there'll be a link there to uh, the t-shirt store, and then you'll, you'll see our shirt for sale there. So uh, awesome. check it out with yeah. the logo of our show, complete with Marlon Brando in tuxedo. Awesome. So, um, all right. So uh, then, until then, uh, take the gun, gun leave, leave the cannoli, cannoli on Godfather, Godfather Minute. Minute.